Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. Welcome to Exploring Missions, connecting mission needs with those equipped by God to meet those needs across the world or across town. And now the host of Exploring Missions, Bert Harper. Merry Christmas from Exploring Missions. This is the weekend before Christmas and many of you may be even celebrating early and this year is going to be different for so many not being able to travel and be together. But uh, if you're listening to this uh, radio broadcast or the podcast, we do hope you have a, a good Christmas because Jesus is still the same. He's still on the throne and he is Lord. Nathan, Christmas has always been an exciting time in the Harper household, hasn't it? It has been, and uh, I guess it will uh, it will continue to be. And uh, I know my children are excited, and uh, I'm excited myself. And uh, I think I'm excited for different reasons now that I'm older. You know, uh, some some of those reasons are just simply uh, you know being off of work for a, a, you know a, a couple <laughs> days. That's uh, that's more exciting now than it it used to be. Yeah. Well, you know, having three sons uh, in those early years, you were the oldest. You have two younger brothers, Matthew and Micah. Uh, at our household, it was exciting. We, But at the same time, we were trying to help you guys know the real meaning of Christmas because it can uh, be lost. And right. uh, But you don't want to do away with the fun in <laughs> order to, to try to teach it and make some things kind of, I'm going to go ahead and use the word miserable and everybody (laughs) sit around sad face. So we we try to do the combination. A key word in my life is not necessarily that I've done it is balance. And so today, Nathan, we have three ladies in the studio with us that's going to share uh, to make it missional missional and memorable. And uh, that's, that's our goal to make Christmas, because there's something about Christmas, and you'll hear titles of songs and everything, Home for Christmas. So Christmas, we want to, those that are listening, if you had a miserable home life at Christmas, it's not too late to change and see what God can do. And if you are looking at making Christmas missional and memorable, we hope that this can help you in carrying out that and doing so. And we're going to try to do that in this short time. But our guest today is Ann Reed. Ann, welcome. Thank you, Brother Bird. Thanks for having us. Joy Lucius. Thank you for having us, Brother Bird. And Rebecca Davis. Hey, glad to be here. <laughs> Thank you. Now, Nathan, all three of these ladies, uh, they work at the Journal and uh, I, I don't know. I know Rebecca has helped me before, and Ann Joy. Uh, I don't think she's had to look at any of my articles that <laughs> needed to be helped. And but Ann has done it several times, and they know why I don't like to write. It just it's it's not necessarily making sense, and it sure doesn't use the English language well. I but, think you're way too hard on yourself. Well, I pre- people that write, I, I'm <laughs> amazed at how they can put those together. And I do appreciate that. If you don't know anything about the AFA Journal, 
Uh, Joy, how can how can people find out about the journal? Can they go to AFA Journal? Yes, they can. AFAJournal.org. Okay, or, it's only one org. Everything <laughs> else here is net. I know. Yeah. And I know, and that kind of messes us up sometimes. Yeah. We have to stop and think. That's the reason I was asking you to do it. I know. Or you can call our donor support, which is 662-844-8888, extension 510. Extension 510. You'll Correct. get the call, won't you, most of the time? Sometimes. We Sometimes. share them. Okay. And gets the overflow. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. Well, we do appreciate you being with us today. Nathan, one more thing. Uh, when we think about Christmas, uh, and, and I, I'm going to talk about what we do even as grandparents, and and uh, I'd love for you to speak to this. At our house, uh, we try to act out the Christmas story. <laughs> uh, I've been the donkey carrying Mary <laughs> so many times that but now Chrisley our only granddaughter was always Mary but she's gotten big enough now that I can't do that right it's it's different but we still try to act it out don't we yeah and it, it's it's more uh I hate to say it but it's more uh comic instead of serious <laughs> usually yeah not not intentional but you know it ends up that way but yet it's bringing it home to what we, it's fun to do, and uh, it's something that do. That's what we're talking about, doing something that would make a memory that the the children will take with them. Uh, our One of our grandsons, Caleb, he was the angel. And uh, you talking about doing the angel, the angel speaking to the uh, shepherds, he acted it out, and we Jan was videoing it, and we got that, and that that's a keeper. <laughs> but do things in your, in your home that will make Christmas missional and memorable. So we're going to start with, we're gonna, Joy's the first one I talked to. So we'll start with Joy. Joy, uh, your children are away from home now. They're grown and they have kids of their own. Okay, so grandparenthood is part of what you do. <laughs> it's much better. Okay. <laughs> no, I enjoy is it because you send them home? Is that what you I mean? You can, hearing? or you can go to their house and leave when you're tired. Okay. <laughs> Looking back real quickly, I want all three of you something in your past about memories. Mm-hmm. Can you remember a Christmas that was really uh, important to you? Um, For us, Christmas was about coming home to Mississippi. We were in the Air Force. And so um, I think the most memorable times for my kids were just the it was almost like you talk about the journey of Jesus and uh, of Mary to Bethlehem. And it was always a hard journey getting two little bitty kids all the way across uh, Florida and Alabama home. But when you pulled up in that driveway and everyone was waiting on you with the Christmas lights on and the arms open wide, um, that's what my kids remember. Okay, so there's something about coming home for and Christmas. Coming home for Christmas. Rebecca, looking back in your past, is there some that you remember that really impacted you? I do. One thing that stands out to me is something that my family as a whole did every Christmas for about eight years. And um, there were five of us. I have a brother and sister. They're both a lot younger than I am. And all all five of us every year were a part of a Christmas, I guess you could say passion play Christmas program called Christmas on Reflection Lake. And so we did that for, did. Eight, for eight years. I probably saw you <laughs> and did not know it. Yeah, yeah. We did that for, I, I think it was about eight years, all, cl- close to 10. And um, every 
every night during the Christmas season. My whole family, we all play different roles, sometimes the same roles every year, sometimes different roles. Um, but we would all suit up in our costumes and, um, and, and do our different parts. And that was just always very special because every single night the Christmas story was portrayed before us and we were a part of it. And so that's something that will always stick with me. And the family that actually did that, um, that, that put that on was a family that we were very, very close to growing up. Well, so. I, I just, I've got to reflect a little bit here, Reflection <laughs> Lake, but before it was uh, Christmas on Reflection Lake, it was Christmas in the Cotton, Cotton Patch. Patch uh-huh. And yes. uh, that family moved and they bought some property and they moved it in Reflection Lake. And that, that uh, family, uh, mm-hmm. Not only you, to, to Jan and me as mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. Very godly and made mm-hmm. an impression. Thank you. Yes, I, yes. I did not know that. Yes, that just kind of brought back memories. <laughs> Ann, you got any memories? I have some memories. Um, I don't know. I'm I, As you asked the question, I was thinking of myself as a child and then trying to look through the, through the eyes of my own children and, and what their memories might be. And I'm not really sure. It's probably um, different from what I would think think. Um, But I just thought about uh, the Christmas we were at uh, the Friendships Ministry in Lake Charles, Louisiana. And so we had no income. Uh, We were full-time crew and didn't have the ability to... um, to purchase anything for them. And this actually just came to mind. Our oldest son made everybody, all the crew members on the ship, um, sweater caps. Um, I don't know if you've ever seen them. I don't know what they're called, but it's kind of like this little plastic thing that, that makes it easy to, to make something like that. I don't know if you guys have seen those before. So I guess he was about 15 at the time, and, and he must have made... I don't know, 40 or 50 of those wow. sweater caps. And so uh, we, like I said, we were unable to, to purchase anything for them. Um, but one of the uh, private schools in our town there where we were, um, they made us our mission, all the, the children who lived on the ship. And so we didn't know that. We hadn't you know, been there for Christmas before. And so we came home from something, I don't know what it was, and opened the door up to our little 12 by 8 cabin that we stayed in. And it was just piled up with, with oh. gifts there. Um, so I don't know. That was memorable, probably more memorable for us as parents than it is for yeah. them as children, just because we were unable to do that. Yeah. You know, Nathan, when you hear hear these stories, uh, does it give you any reflection on any of yours or your children now of meaningful Christmases? Yeah, it does. Uh, you know, lots to uh, to choose from, lots of memories. But uh, one thing that's actually uh, called to mind uh, right now is. Um, just a few years ago, recent, fairly recently, uh, my family, we were uh, living in um, the Atlanta area serving um, uh, families who were resettled refugees. And many of them had come from uh, countries all over the world in, uh, to the U.S. to, uh, to you know, s- start over in their life, uh, escaping hardship and just unbelievable uh, difficulties that they had uh, come from. And uh, lots of our friends and the families that we got to meet there were from uh, uh, the country of Iraq and the country of Syria. And uh, I remember a few years ago, we got to invite several of the families and friends from those countries uh, into our home. And 
uh, we actually, you know, celebrated Christmas and, uh, they had never, you know, experienced a, um, an American, uh, Christmas and that it was their first time to experience a, a Christian holiday. Um, and all these families were from Muslim backgrounds. And so we were able to, you know, enjoy a lot of the, uh, simple traditions of, uh, of food and, and, uh, even, uh, singing and Christmas lights and decorating trees. But, uh, we were also able to share the Christmas story and the good news of Jesus with, with these families. And so just, a an interesting experience for our family to, uh, to have that. Amen. Uh, there may be people around you who are listening that you could invite into your home. Uh, the Lord yeah. maybe be speaking to someone at this uh, at this table that we're sitting at named Bert Harper to do something <laughs> like that. And uh, because we need to look for those opportunities, mm-hmm. the memorable, we've talked about it. Let's talk about missional. And Rebecca, I'm going to you first because you and I kind of had a small conversation <laughs> about that. Uh, she is a pastor's wife. So, so not only is she a writer and you know the at the journal, but she's a pastor's wife, and um, so we we're not going to go there. It, my <laughs> dad always said the hardest job he knew anything about was to be a pastor's wife because they 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 just they've got a, a lot of times just okay, let's be quiet and not say anything because they what they don't say to the pastor they'll say to his wife thinking <laughs> that, that she'll tell him and she'll straighten him out and get him that way. So anyway, I I, I threw that in for free for all the <laughs> pastors' wives that are listening. But tell us about Christmas in your house now. Okay. Well, we have two children, a 10-year-old and a 6-year-old, a little boy and a little girl. And um, they are always super, super excited about Christmas. In fact, just last week, we could barely get through Thanksgiving because they were ready to put up (laughs) Christmas decorations. Um, But we have always tried to be very intentional with the focus of Christmas and what it's all about because it's so easy you know, to get distracted by other things and for our understanding to go in other directions. So we've tried to be very intentional with our children in obviously teaching them the true meaning of Christmas. And one way we do that is we have started celebrating Advent with them. And so starting the first Sunday after Thanksgiving, we pull out our candles and every Sunday we do a little reading, scripture reading verse and, um, sing a hymn or a Christmas carol. And I mean, it's just very simple. Um, And we'll do that every Sunday, light the candle. And we work toward teaching our children the meaning, what those candles represent and and the meaning of of what they stand for. And then throughout the week, we do those on Sundays. And throughout the week, we usually try to use a different resource that's family oriented that again is very simple but just gives our family something that we can scripture that we can read a point that we can bring home to the kids um, of what Christmas is all about and so this year we're using actually a new one it's called the way to the manger a family advent devotional by Jeff and Abby Land and what I like about this one is it gives us 
our focused reading, but then it also asks the children questions. And it gives you a place where you can record their responses. And even they even want you to date it so that you can reuse it next year and kind of see how their responses change um, from year to year. And so that has always been a special time, and our kids look forward to that. And then several years ago, I bought something called the Advent Book, which is a large um, hardback book that has the little doors that open. Kids love that. And it's really like a keepsake that can be passed down from generation to generation. Now, which one's going to get it? Well, I don't know. We haven't gone there yet. Okay, okay, go ahead. (laughs) Their name is... You can tell I'm further along than you are. (laughs) Both of their names are written. uh, It's not just the kids that like opening those doors. Yeah, there you go. There you go. We all... Yes, yes. And so that is a wonderful um, just keepsake to have, but the kids look forward to it every year as well. And they... I mean, they know what's behind every door, but just by repeating it every year, it just helps drive that message message home for them. Nathan, you know, you weren't raised in a home where we did Advent. <laughs> I was, you know, it's, it's been, you know, I was, that's liturgical, but there are some good things about the repeated things. And you've done yeah. some of that with your family right now. You've uh, Advent, haven't you? We, we have. So um, our kids are liking that. Um, one thing funny, I guess, and I guess telling on ourselves is... Uh, <laughs> You know, we, you know, you have the the Advent candle, and we and we we light that uh, every night at at dinner. And for some reason, we were noticing last night that the third candle has gotten was actually uh, the tallest. And you know, it shouldn't be the the tallest. the The fourth candle should be the tallest. And I guess looking back, we have uh, some some way through the through the years, the the third week of Advent, we must be just a. Uh, you know, not, we must be checking out or something. Not like candle, right? I understand that too. <laughs> and and so, but I do think it's uh, important as parents. And this is I'm preaching to myself here is is you know, that balance that you were talking about of focus and fun. And if it's all focus and no fun, then you're going to lose the point. Um, and if it's all fun and no focus, of course there you know there is no point. So you know that balance is is kind of is hard to find. But uh, I think it's important to uh, to strive for. Amen. Mm-hmm. Joy? Yeah, you and Randy, uh, y'all survived. Okay? We survived. <laughs> yeah. Praise the Lord. Well, this year is different for us, Brother Bert. My, uh, I'm 58 years old, and this is the first Christmas I will celebrate without my own daddy. And so um, my children and great-grandchildren, all the generations of our family. Um, my daddy was the center of our family. He was a, a godly man. And, and uh, I was thinking this morning, you know, how do you convey that to to somebody that's just listening to me? And the Lord just reminded me of the word sacrifice. And my father taught us, He, we were talking about this this morning, um, most of us, our generation, our parents came from, well, my dad was a sharecropper son, and he had 13 brothers and sisters, so he never really had much for Christmas. But growing up, our Christmases were extravagant. They and, and I'm sure most people thought that was there was nothing Christ-like about that. But looking back on it, I realized that he was very Christ-like in his in his attempt to give us the best that he had to offer because that's what Jesus did. You know, he came to earth, he left heaven to come to us and then to know that he was going to die and sacrifice all for us. So this year um, we've really tried to think about how to, to be more missional. And we, we've always done like birthday 
Jesus birthday parties and we've done um, things like that. But one of my nieces is a social worker. And uh, this year they're having, they have so many children on the, their Christmas angel tree. Yeah. And so many of them have, this year's a hard year for a lot of people. And so um, our family has dedicated to whatever, whoever is left on the tree for my niece. Um, that's going to be our mission. And I know that those kids will never know us. They won't know um, that this was the first year that we celebrated without our daddy. But those presents will be bought as a, a sacrifice in his honor to remember all the things that he mm. sacrificed for us. You know what? We don't notice. God notices from heaven. And that's that's the neat part about it. Amen. <laughs> Ann, how about you and Jeff? Uh, <laughs> let me just give you a forewarning. Jeff is going to be on this program next year <laughs> and tell about uh, an experience he had at Christmas at sea. And uh, I, I just... Uh, so I'm just forewarning you there. I, I just uh, you can get Jeff ready for that, okay? But Ann, what about you and Jeff? Well, both of our children, both of our sons are grown. One is 21 and one is 26. And I was just talking to our 26 year old a couple of nights ago, and um, he, I, I'm just not really feeling the whole gifting thing this year. <laughs> Sometimes that happens to me, and this is one of those years. And so I didn't even mention that. And he goes, uh, he goes, Mom, let's just let's just chill with the gift giving this year. You know, let's just get each other some funny gifts or or whatever. Um, so I was kind of relieved about that, and I think that's. Um, you know, hopefully something that he learned along the way. Um, I feel like I'm in sin saying what I'm about to say, but Thanksgiving <laughs> has always been my favorite holiday uh, because um, there's you don't have the pressure that comes along with it. It is just about enjoying Unless each. you're the big cook for 20 people. <laughs> well, I am, but I enjoy cooking. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, but we usually share that responsibility. But just the, the sense of gratefulness that, that obviously is part of Thanksgiving uh, and just enjoying each other's company and it being very... Very uh, light and without that kind of commercialized system that has attached itself to, to Christmas oftentimes. So when he said that, he said, let's just do it more like Thanksgiving. Let's just enjoy each other. And um, so I felt like that was kind of um, the Lord giving me a little pat on the back, <laughs> you know, um, that he would be willing to do that and was more appreciative of um, those kinds of concepts as opposed to the, what am I going to get, you know, out of this? Um, so hopefully that will be the kind of Christmas that, that we enjoy and we won't get overwhelmed with, with some of those commercialized pressures. And he's the one that gave everybody on the ship a hat, right? That's right. <laughs> so he learned well. Yeah. yeah. You're listening to Exploring Missions and uh, we have our guest today, uh, Joy Lucius, Rebecca Davis, Ann Reed, and they work for the FA Journal. And I asked them to come in to share about missional and memorable uh, Christmases. And Nathan, of course, is co-hosting. Nathan, I want to bring up something that your mom does. And uh, we used to do it on one tree, but we, we got so many, we had to have <laughs> two trees. Uh, and she has one tree, and it's decorated like she wants beautiful. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But the other one is a memory Christmas yes, tree. Yes, we have that tree. And uh, that Christmas tree, our grandchildren can come in 
and they'll see an article and they'll say, that one's mine or that <laughs> one's, you know, Caleb's or Jude's. Mm-hmm. Because what Jan tries to do each year, she tries to find an ornament or make something that would remind them of something that happened that year. Mm-hmm. And, and Nathan, it really, your children are part of it, and we've seen them do it, and, and our other two, your three, and, and Micah's two, they come in and they're drawn to that tree to look at it. And yeah. it's not only theirs, but yours and Matthew's and Micah's, they're on there as well. And it helps to tell stories. Each one of those memory, um, you know, uh, items on the tree is is a memory with a story about it. And it's usually concerning what God's done. <laughs> it, it really is an effective. Uh, your, your children really enjoy seeing that at our house, don't they? Yeah, they really do. You know, it's a vis- visual reminder of uh, God's faithfulness uh, to all generations. Um, and, uh, you know, which is... Um, really, that's what our lives are uh, to become, you know, displaying God's glory. Um, and, uh, you know, I was, I've been thinking about this verse, um, and um, it's a real common verse. I'll, I'll, I would like to read it. It's John chapter 1, verse 14. The Word became flesh and took up residence among us. Mm. Um, one translator said uh, that Jesus moved into the neighborhood, you know, Uh, and it goes on to say, we observed his glory, the glory as the one and only son from the father, full of grace and truth. And, you know, we talk about Christmas being um, where we celebrate the incarnation uh, of Jesus uh, becoming human and uh, living on earth here among us. And, and really um, mission work missions is, is to be incarnational where, um, you know, we're not God, obviously, but we have the spirit of God in us and uh, and the glory of God is uh, on display in our lives as we live among people. And some of those people are far from God and they don't have those good memories of uh, faithful Christmases and, and parents and grandparents. And um, maybe they haven't even celebrated Christmas before, but, um, you know, our lives are on display and our lives should be full of that grace and truth that Jesus gives us. Um, and, uh, yeah, so anyway, uh, just some kind of, maybe some related thoughts about that. Amen. Amen. Great thoughts. Amen. Let me, we're coming to a close and two things that I want to pick up on is for others. Uh, you, you talked about this joy. You guys are looking at an angel tree and fulfilling that and talked about them being on the ship and coming in and a church that had brought gifts for your family. Let me suggest this. Maybe look out. You you still have time. You have a week. This yes. is the Saturday and Sunday before Christmas. And so if you've never thought about doing that, it will add to your Christmas spirit to do something for others. It really will. And so we we encourage you to do that. I don't know if you remember this, Snodder, Nathan, and but Joy, we did it. We went to the angel tree and we got gifts. Yes, and, my kids and, loved and we it. did our best that year. They found out we found out where we could deliver them at in homes, wow. and we took our sons again. They were young. I'm not sure if all three of them are just may have been you, Nathan, and Matthew. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I remember. I remember this though. I you do remember, remember that and yes. taking those gifts that. Here I am, get emotional about it. I know. But include that. Make it missional. Have it purposeful. And, Ann, you want to wish everybody a Merry Christmas? We're going to give each one of you time to say Merry Christmas. 
Sure. Merry Christmas, everyone. Joy, it's your turn. <laughs> well, I just wish you the joy of Christ. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Hope your family has a blessed Christmas. You know, Nathan, when we hear those words, I'm just going to go ahead and say it. You talked about a father, you know, and having that kind of a legacy. We have three ladies here, Nathan. Moms kind of set a a great tone. They seem to be more tender toward those things, you know. And and so just be mindful of that. Nathan. Uh, we're looking forward to hopefully spend some Christmas time with you. That's a personal note uh, from our family. But uh, we want to wish everybody a Merry Christmas, don't we? Merry Christmas, everyone. And uh, just uh, look for ways that God can use you even during your celebration time and family time. And we want to wish you a Merry Christmas. It's a pleasure to be working with American Family Radio to have a program like Exploring Missions that shares the good news of Jesus Christ. And there's no time like Christmas to share the good news of Jesus. 